Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Scroll Podcast. My name is Ryan. Meow. You piece of shit. And uh, today, <laughs> we are going to be going over Nine Lives to Valhalla from Gem Room Games. This is a a Viking death metal, uh, cat just game. brutal, frenetic, uh, yeah, fucking cats. It's cats. Um, for those that don't know, I fucking hate cats, you know? It's not just cats. It's it's everything about cats. It's cat people. It's it's cat things. I'm it's, a cat it's all person. I'm literally, literally like, my name is the father of cats on everything. Uh, and and I ignore that for you because I love you. Um, but yeah, so this game's about cats, you know, which is fine. Um, so also shout out Gym Room Games. Um, I. Right? Like, I, I did enjoy this. This is really cool, but they also make this game uh, that we're going to go over, I think, at some point, called High Magic, Low Lives, um, that I love. Um, it is, like, one... It's like I haven't gotten to play it yet, but I'm I'm very into the concept. We'll get there. Yeah, no, you sent that to me, and um, it's definitely one that I'm excited to to jump into. Um well, let's get into let, let's talk about Jim Room Games a little bit. So, Jim Room Games, Nine Lives to Valhalla. Um, Jim Room Games is uh, Kayla Lowry and Dan Phipps. Um, some of the other games that you might have seen from them before we hop into Nine Lives to Valhalla, uh, Duckborg recent, was recently on Kickstarter, if I remember right. correctly. Um, which I mean, you can buy Duckborg now on itch if you want. Um, High Magic Low Lives is out there. Um, there's the Weaver's Observatory, which I actually have. Ooh. Look, now I got a shelf close enough I can pull it. I got that, wow. which is an adventure for Tunnel Goons. Um, uh, they've done a lot of great stuff. Um, and this, uh, Nine Lives to Valhalla, was um, a Kickstarter-funded project. Um, it uh, funded in... Well, I'm not going that far back in the updates. Um... But it's uh, we've had it for a while. Um, it had 594 backers for $8,396 for a game about Viking cats, which is pretty cool. A zine. Um, a zine. A zine funded for almost $9,000, which is crazy. Um, but honestly, I dig it. Um, despite my uh, dislike for cats, which I'm not going to bring up too many times as we go through the episode, because it'll be the whole thing because it's all cats. Um, we'll just uh, ig ignore that. So, um, so yeah, that is Jim Room Games, and that's Nine Lives to Valhalla. What's your uh, what's your initial what's your thoughts? What's your opinion? One, one line. I I um I like how <laughs> there's like you just. There's only in one occasion in which you roll dice, and then anything else in this game is like you just you're just gonna you're just role playing a cat, uh, a Viking yeah. cat. I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. I like that. So, yeah, I completely agree. I think that's my favorite part. I think this. Yeah, I, we, we talked I about, agree. Yeah, a little bit before stream, we talked about how this is like a very simple but a very um, like heady game at the same time. You know, you what, know I mean? what it reminds me of? What's that? Um, Acid Mages. A little bit, a little bit, and yeah. Like in not, not in what's going on, but in the way that it's like it's incredibly lightweight, and there's really only rules for this one instance, and everything else is just like you're just you guys just hanging out and role playing. Um, yeah, no, I completely, I completely see that. I think, yeah, one being magic, one being uh, murder. Um, yeah. But yeah, completely, completely. Hey, you see can that. still murder with magic. No one says you, know? you can't murder with magic. 
a hundred percent true. That is absolutely true. Why don't we, um, Oh, I, I'm, I'm also going to point out one thing that I really love that Jim Room Games did um, before we hop into that, because um, I'm going to forget if I don't until later. So in the original printing of Nine Lives to Valhalla, first of all, we'll get we'll get to the art. Um, but there is an issue on page 28 where it's got this little this little mouse buddy here. Uh, there's no text here, but there's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. Issue with the printing. So, you know, what Jim Room's game did, you know what they did? At their own cost, at their own cost, they sent a a sticker. Like, if I actually peel it off of this, I'm not going to. They sent a way to fix it with instructions on how to put it into the book if you would like. At no cost to the backers at all, they just said, hey, sorry, we fucked up. We immediately found a solution and we sent it out. Sorry, That's a great fix. That's an amazing fix. fucking awesome? Yeah. Uh, Place this sticker on the upper right corner for exact placement, blah, blah, blah. Um, but close enough is good too. Really, really love that. There's been a lot of, I'll say there's been a number of times where this would have been an easy fix for a lot of people and a lot of projects and they chose to just, uh, be shitty, uh, instead of doing something as good as this. So, Hey, uh, gym room games. Uh, this was fantastic. Really, really, really appreciated this. Um, good fucking job. That is, that is how you treat your backers. Great fix. Um, so why don't we just hop into this? It's a short game. We'll have a short episode. Yeah. I say, and then we end in three hours. Um, we can't because the grocery store is going to be closed by then, Ryan. There we go. Uh, <laughs> nine lives to Valhalla. First of all, right off the bat, um, if you're in podcast land, I highly recommend at least going to the fucking niche page and looking at the art because black, red, and white, perfect in my opinion. It's really, really very it's, good. So stylistically good. it's it's fantastic and like the cool it's, like everything is like this stippling on like this not quite black but like this textured black like black paper it's, background it it's like an almost construction papery yeah. background that's gorgeous cool. and the reds in it are so vibrant it's crazy every time i looked at it i was just like am i on the wrong screen but it's such a vibrant red the whole way through and then the style of the cat drawings with like the the halftone shading with like the red that's just like a little bit off of like the things it's so fucking yeah. good the art throughout this entire thing is amazing i like the poses the cats are in this whole time because it looks like actual cat poses but then they just have weapons or armor you know like it it looks really good i i was very like yeah i mean it's a very short zine and it has like incredibly high quality art and there's like mm-hmm. a really good amount of art too yeah short it's almost is. every it's like i mean it's every, page it's every, or every other, other page. page there is like yeah. almost a full page piece of art you know yeah. it's like oh wow it's, it's a lot and again it's fire the red just pops yes. everything off the page i mean and again like i love that the red is just slightly off yeah of the, yeah it's slightly it outside it the line so much more yeah. It's so good. It's so fucking good. So the cover has these three cats, one with two uh, two swords, one with a, a Viking helmet and a uh, an axe on his belt, and one that's just a skull with a halo, and I love it. I love that one. Um, I hate cats. This also, this page right here, the second page that actually has the gym room games on it, mm. might be my favorite piece. Like, even though I hate cats, um, this giant one... I going to talk about it the whole time. Like, uh, you not, not the whole time. was like, I'm not no, going to talk about it the whole time. Whole time. It's not, it's not the whole time yet. It's page two. Um, love this giant piece. Like, just That's the red on the piece. horns, the face. 
It's so good, dude. I have a couple it's... other pieces that are in contending for favorite, yeah. which I'll point out as we go. Um, I mean, they're all good is the thing. They're, they're all, all really yeah. fucking good. Um, anyway, all the way through, it's basically that black, like, kind of construction paper feel um, background. Like, it, I, it, like, I feel like I can, it looks like I can touch it every time I look yeah. at it. It's so fucking nice good. Yeah, it's really nice. The thing is, in the actual book, um, it kind of comes through like a tiny bit, but it's nothing like the PDF, and that's fine. It's yeah. um, the only way that it could is if it was actually printed on like that thick LFOSR cardstock. Right. That would make this pop. Um, but anyway, so that's that. So nine lives to Valhalla. The age of man is over. Now dawn the age of beasts. Here's the thing. It's like 29 pages long, and yet it still has a table of contents and bookmarks. It's bookmarked. Yeah, I did notice. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, they bookmarked the zine? That is what's yeah. up. They've been watching I mean, the show. <laughs> should be fucking default. I don't understand. Like, most programs automatically do it for you, but I don't understand how PDFs yeah, come without Yeah, that is interesting because they do, you know? Yeah. Um, it's not a hyperlink, but again, it's 28 pages. It's a zine. Don't care as much about hyperlinks and things that are less than 30 pages because you can literally just flip two pages and be happy through the zine. Um, but the bookmarks help a ton. Um, so here is the story. Um, I'm going to read this whole bit here. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, cause it's important. And, um, absolutely. Despite, despite my dislike of cats, I do really enjoy the story of this. So here we go. Um, it has been an age since the last of man drew breath. Now only stone and steel monuments remain half buried and twisted. The land is broken. The seas are cold and the nights are dark. Strange and vicious creatures roam the earth. Dogs still hold the love of the leash in their hearts and would use their strange magics to rebuild the world in man's long-dead tyranny. Glorious death and outrageous fortune await those who would stop them. The blood of ancient warriors flows in your veins. Your movements are precise and silent. You walk in darkness, seeing and unseen. Fang and claw, blade and bow might and magics will fell your foes like wheat under a scythe you are a cat sworn enemy of man and dog your only comrades are your fellow hunters and death itself a seat amongst the world's mightiest warriors is kept for you in the drinking halls of Valhalla, headed by the panthera pantheon guided personally by death your merry band will leave a wake of ruin ending only at the hands of a truly worthy foe on the next page, it says, Nine lives stalk the earth. Nine times you will die with sword and paw. Nine times you will be carried by Valkyries to the gates of Valhalla, where no man has tread. Nine times you will be found worthy and granted a blessing of your forebears. Nine times you will cast a wake of blood and carnage upon the blighted earth. Nine lives to Valhalla. Like I could, that's just yeah. a metal song, you know. It is. It is. It's. It's good. Like it's. It's clever. It's yeah, clever. It's... If you're a cat person, I get it. I get it. I get it for this. That's cool. Um, you couldn't make this game as dogs. You know what I mean? You really could. Um. Yeah. So, um, how to play Nine Lives to Valhalla? Assemble and choose one amongst you to make the middle of death. So. Long story short, summarizing a little bit of this, death, all caps, is the GM. Always all caps. The entire time, all the way through, death. 
Always all caps. Um, one person plays the GM, which is death, um, and the rest take on various death metal Viking cats. So um, you need dice, which are uh, four, six, eight, and 10, and 12 is what you need, and other stuff to play a game with. Um, each player, um, except death, makes a cat, et cetera, et cetera. We'll get to that. Each cat has four attributes. You have brutality, viciousness, cunning, and ferocity. And you get dice associated with each of those. Um, cats are peerless warriors, and the players representing a cat should be allowed to narrate their actions. This is... We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, in the dark times, each death may die. In these dark times, even death may die should a cat draw steel against scythe, which is an interesting mechanic we'll get to in just a little bit. So, um, tone. Nine lives to Valhalla is a vortex of blood, teeth, violence, and death. It is also a game. <laughs> Before playing, um, pick a tone. Decide amongst yourself like what you want and don't want from the game. Um, don't worry about historical context. Um, Right-wing douchebag fascist fucks that take Norse mythology and turn it into their bullshit are assholes. Um, and don't worry about historical accuracy. That's basically what it says. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then... And best then, rule. Yeah, I know. We best get rule, to the right? only rule. It's, it's really, really, it's really the, only the only rule. rule. <laughs> I read this thing like two or three times to make sure that I wasn't wrong on right? this. And we'll probably spend a good amount of time on these like four little paragraphs here before we get to the rest of the game. But this is the only rule in the entire game. Um, realistically, anytime dice are rolled, something must die. I love it. I love it so yeah. much. It hurts a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even when all appears calm, hidden foes lurk in dark shadows and behind nefarious disguises. If a known foe or hidden assassin threatens a cat, the cat's player rolls two attributes determined either by the weapon they are using or the context of their actions. The player declares the attributes they are using and rolls the dice, reporting the highest result rolled. Death then rolls two dice with larger dice representing greater threats. Foes with special abilities may get additional dice depending on the cat's plan of attack. And if the cat rolls the highest die, whatever foe attempted to kill the cat suffers an instant brutal death. If death rolls higher, the foe was successful and the cat dies. If the roll is a tie, then both creatures slay each other in the maelstrom of battle. That's that's the whole rule. That's uh, the whole, it's, that's, so, it's so fucking dumb and brilliant. <laughs> you know, it's, it's such a good idea. <laughs> it's dumb and brilliant in ways that, like, as I keep oh, reading it, God. like, I fall in love more and more with. Because, like I said, in a very uh, weird, interesting way, this is a very, I want to say, like, intellectual, like, game philosophical, like, yeah. kind of thing. Because it never even... Like at no point anywhere in this game does it really talk about movement. Does it talk mm -hmm. about skill checks? Does it talk about anything? So like it never it never even says anything like the GM will make that up. It just doesn't address it at all. Yeah. I like I I think like I really love zines that are like that. That mm -hmm. like leave a lot up to you and your table to just be like I mean, that's not what this is. And if you guys want to like add stuff in, that's, that's great. But also like the implied rule is that like, that doesn't matter, you know? And it's like, it just doesn't you can't matter. jump off a four story building. You're a cat. It would kill you, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah you want to climb up on top of this thing. Yeah. You're a cat. You, you do it, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. 
really I, very I, great very great minimal structure um and it's nice we, we often go over games and we're like there's always int- there's always a what's well, an rpg section or like there's rules for a lot of stuff um but this is a good game for someone who plays a lot of games it's like you know what you guys just take it easy this time you know yeah. just just if, if you're gonna roll something's gonna die anything other than that just figure it out yeah that's the interesting thing about this too is it's such a light game but because it doesn't have all the rest of that i feel like people that only do a lot of like trad like especially yeah. 5e would really have a difficult time parsing this i think to just be like but how do we do like these other 18 things and it's like who gives a shit like, yeah, who cares just kill stuff like that's literally the point of the game is to get a, a glorious death and eventually get to valhalla like why do you yeah. need to know like that's it um so i don't know I, I really really enjoy it a lot i really think that um uh it's really clever in how light it is yeah and it's also absolutely. incredibly easily adaptable we talked about that like if you don't want to play a cat you just play people same thing with mouse yeah. shooter like if you really are that up your own ass that you can't just be a mouse for a little bit in a way that doesn't really matter like play it as people that's fine you could play this as people too that's fine but like i'll play this game and i'll be a fucking cat i don't care so i anyway. think that um oh damn what was i gonna say i had a really good thing i don't remember but we'll keep going yeah also the art on above it the guy with the cape and the and the you know right. the hatchet it's all fire i'm gonna say every single fucking yeah. piece but this one here too that's got this like adorable cute little fucking cat face but it's holding like a giant fucking sword <laughs> great piece all we gotta get through. to the spear guy the spear guy is on my is in my oh. top two you know the other thing too is like who did this fucking art the only people listed in the entire book are the two people from gym room so i can only assume it's one of them there's no artist listed there's no anyone huh. listed the yeah. only thing listed is gym room games and their two names and that's it so Good job. So cats, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. cats, all players except for death take on the role of a cat uh, wandering the blasted mortal plane, seeking tremendous fortune, this and the still beating heart of their hated nemesis and glorious death at the hand of a worthy foe. Uh, while in your first, uh, while in the first of your nine lives, death has guided you to the nucleus of battle. Uh, each cat begins the game with a name, um, a hated nemesis, a favored god of the Panthera Pantheon, a mastered weapon of their choosing, and a blessing of Valhalla. Um, now we're going to take us through character creation. The first is name, fur color, and description. Um, very self-explanatory. The next is hated nemesis. Um, a craven antagonist from your past has done you a terrible wrong and worse denied you the satisfaction of death your fur stands on end suspicion uh, on end suspicion becomes uncertain or becomes certainty i cannot read tonight uh your nemesis is close you feel the blood in your veins gently pulling you to the end uh this once and for all or, god what is wrong with me uh gently pulls you to end this once and for all i know what words mean ryan i swear uh describe your hated nemesis uh to the table, naming their transgressions for all to hear. Basically, you have a nemesis that did you wrong and denied you death. Whenever they're nearby, you know that they're nearby. Your blood runs cold. Your hair stands on end. I could have just described this instead of tripping over reading the whole time. Um, yeah, that's a hated nemesis. Uh, real quick, um, Callie, 
from Jim Room Games. Hope I'm saying it right. Um, she did the art, or they did the art. So it's fucking awesome. Great art. Despite, Amazing. Despite how I feel about cats, I will say every one of these is awesome and brutal and cute as fuck. So good fucking job. There's also so much uh, of it. Yeah. There's so much. But yeah. like also, like if you make the game and then you get to do the art for your own game, do as much as you fucking want. You know, you're yeah. not paying for it. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, just in your own time. Yeah. Um, um favorite god. Um yeah. five gods rule over all cat kind through de- uh, devotions or through mighty deeds. Each cat brought by death to fight, die, and fight again is overseen by one such god. Uh, these are the Panthera Pantheon. In choosing a god, you are given four dice to assign to your brutality, viciousness, cunning, and ferocity attributes. Um, yeah, you have four attributes. Like we said, it's brutality. Um, that's like your vigor, hardiness, your bod, um, viciousness, which is your like more dexterous, fine, precise um, action, cunning, um, which is your it's actually very apt coming things and machinations, uh, treachery, anticipation, um, or fero- uh, ferocity, which is your reaction, awareness, fury, instinct. Um, funny. I'm glad they laid this out because brutality and uh, ferocity me. I'm like, those are very close, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess it may, I mean brutality I I imagine brutality as like when you do something you do it you do it brutal in do a brutal hard. way yeah and ferocity is more like an attitude that you have as opposed to like the action itself that's how I kind of viewed it and I think that's how it's like explained a little bit in the in the book if that's how you I don't know if you read it the same way I did I did definitely read it the same way but when I okay. first read, was reading through I'm like those feel close for me like not that's in right. how they're defined in the game but how the words are used outside of the game. Maybe that's just that like the sense. degradation of the English language, though, and I'm just not as good at speaking as I should be. Gotta be a good, gotta be a gooder speaker. Yeah, there, good bud. speaking. Uh, yeah. So we um, have the uh, the five gods. Um, you got mm-hmm. you have a favorite? Um, I do enjoy leo i think it's a good one to talk about it's not my favorite i don't know if i have a favorite one probably probably uncia actually it's probably my favorite okay um she uh this is the snow leopard twin of partis partis is an earlier god uh, made a homeland for all cats by blessing the mountains with blinding snow bitter wind and winters of complete darkness her folk were drawn to place uh, to place a thought unlivable, compelled to seek out veiled magics and places of ancient power. Um, Uncia's witches speak in riddles, but offer weird and eldritch power to those who can suffer their company. Dig that one. Very um, cool. What, what about you? Uh, I was thinking with uh, Anka. Uh, the jaguar mm-hmm. stalks across the night sky, wandering far from Valhalla's warm halls each night with the moon in his mouth. Anka sees those who travel far from home, shipbuilders and sailors, all who have forgotten the comfort of their hearths. Anka's temples are hidden, their pontus revealing themselves rarely. Secret god. Secret traveler so, god. What I what I dig about this, and it reminds me, does this give you like Ryutama or like uh, Red Giant vibes a little bit? A little bit, yeah, totally. Yeah. So mm. what the thing is, character creation super easy you you pick your god and when you pick your god it gives you your um, dice spread 
your dice spread. Yeah, you get yeah. so so for 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 um, Anka, you have d4, d6, d6, d12, and for Uncia, I would have d4, d4, d8, d12. So I have to pick of those four dice. I assign one of each to brutality, viciousness, cunning, and ferocity. So by picking the god you favor you can you get the dice that you actually get to put into your characters and it's different for each one which is a great mechanic i really dig that a yeah. lot yeah um, the, they, they're very very fair spreads of like what mm-hmm. dice you can get um like all of them have like oh they have a couple good ones for like uh hardest the first one's like really very balanced it's like d6 d6 d8 d8 and then yours is like mm-hmm. almost the opposite then where it's like no you gave up two to be weak and two are yeah. like d8 d12 you know i didn't do the math for it but um are all of them like what's six and six 18 are all of them 28 points they all have four dice um uncia has 28 well i mean it doesn't matter if they're four dice if if you have like it was a joke oh oh yeah yeah six and six and eight that's 12 and yeah what's 12 plus 16 yeah that's 28 so it's all 28 so it's it's five different ways to put 28 together with four dice smart clever i like it yeah. so it's a spread where you get the same number of points all the way through even though it's curious though because clearly like if you take averages i'm curious and i'm not looking at it in my brain in a way that is going to math well right now um if you have 28 total possible points in your maxes I don't think that still equates to possible points as far as averages go. Like if you have two D fours, that's two points versus like two D sixes. Like I'm curious and I'm not going to sit here long enough to do the math for that. Regardless, I think it's clever. Um, Here's your your spear boy. Ah, the spear boy. I like the jumping cat with the spear. Well, it's on my top two of art pieces. So it's such a good piece. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's got the cape. It's just that red, man. Let me tell you what. Like, yeah. that red makes this entire zine artistically for me. All the art is great, but the red is such a vibrant color that just pops off everything. It's insane. It's so good. I agree. Um, so, Mastered Weapon. Um, every cat is a master of a style of weapon. Choose a style that embraces your nature. Uh, Panthera may bless you with an additional mastery or further refine a style. You've already mastered even greater heights. Name and describe your weapon as they are an extension of you. Um, a cat may use a weapon they have not yet mastered, but is likely to break under their unbridled might after a single use. Again, I love that. Outside of that, when you roll things die, there's like no rules. And even that says it's likely to snap right. after a single use. It never says there's no technical jargon. It never says uh, any weapon after, you know what I mean? Like you it just roll says, one and your weapon breaks. Yeah. Yeah. None of that. It just says it's it probably not going to last long. You're not good at it. Um, so there are a number of weapon types, dual weapons, single weapons, great weapons, bows, fang and claw, and magics. Each one, you roll two dice for. So, for example, dual weapons, you do brutality and viciousness. Uh, great weapons, you do brutality and ferocity. So, so you already picked your, your god, right? Um, you get Mm -hmm. a weapon mastery as well. Which one would you pick? And we can just go over those. Which weapon would I pick of these? Which one yeah. do you think that I would pick? In well, every I, think would, I think we would both pick the same one in this in this situation. But which oh, one? Oh, you, you would picking? also pick dark magics. Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm picking oh, okay, dark cool. magics. 
I'm using Listen, dark, I'm the magic I'm using boy, dark I'm the So if it's dark magic, like, of course, I'm going to pick the one that has, like, uh, just a skull for a head. And I picked the god that had a witch and shit. Yeah, of course, I picked that one. Um, so dark magics employ cunning and ferocity, piercing energies and dooming hexes, madness and despair, effective against tricky and magic foes. So the interesting thing about each weapon is it gives you the two dice that you would roll for, the two stats, the attributes you would roll for. Um, a little bit of flavor, and it also gives you two foes that it's good for. So I think there are five total foes. We'll get to that in a little bit, like giant and tricky, tricky and magic. Each have different things that you can do for each one. Um, but that is basically how the weapons work, is that's what you get for it. Um, and then uh, what about blessings? Tell me about blessings. Blessings of Valhalla. They will sing songs about you, O companion of death, and the Panthera sing with, uh, with them also. Whatever they say. Um, basically, this is just like little. Uh, this is like a bonus, like little thing that you can get. And some of them are like, you know, roll an additional d6 against tricky foes. Um, very cool, very like mechanical bonuses. But some are like uh, a little bit different. One of mine uh, that I enjoy is. The very, very last one is Blessing of the Gifted Breath of Mankind's Babe. You may speak as men once spoke. On exactly one occasion, you may issue a simple command to a dog and they must obey. Like, <laughs> you can speak as men once spoke. <laughs> um, the yeah, cat is like, really, thing. I like the, the mechanical ones because I feel like in this game we're like – because you can receive – you start with a blessing, but you can also receive them as you go. Like the very mechanical ones are very cool to like hand out as they go, but like picking those like very dramatically titled like um, the blessing of Babista's fur. Your fur is marked with weird and shifting darkness. Roll an additional d6 when striking from the darkness. Like very thematic stuff I, I like for starting the character out. But yeah, there's some really cool ones, and they all have really cool names, you know? Blessings of the Cold Flame, Blessings of Bone and Keratin. Um, yeah, very cool little mechanic for making your your cat Viking. Well, the thing is, this isn't just like a little bonus. Um, this is also... Um, this is advancement. This is your entire character advancement. So, like, yeah. every time you die a glorious death, you get That's uh, correct. Blessing. I did skip that part. Yeah, there's other times where you can get blessings. Like if you if you there's a hated nemesis thing we'll get to later. But I like you just said, like I love that these are not just mechanical, although you can you get like eight or nine of them. So like it's not a bad idea to take like an extra like increase your oh, bonus size. I'm definitely taking yeah. a bunch of mechanical ones, you know. Oh, I'm easy. just probably starting with a more thematic one. Oh, you know? for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. But like some of the base ones, like Blessing of Leg and Fang increases your brutality by one die size to a max of D12. Um, so if you start with a D4, theoretically, after like three deaths, you could take your brutality all the way to the top if that's what you want to do. Like if you really want to yeah. max stats, you can. And that's fine. But I like you said, too, though, like so the first it basically is stats for all four things. So the you can raise all four stats by one. Then the next batch lets you um, increase additional. There's no advantage or disadvantage in this. It's pretty much just like you get another D6, like mm -hmm. good guys, mm -hmm. bad guys, whatever. So the next batch of blessings is a D6 against the different types of foes um, with different weapon masteries. And then we get the fun flavor ones like what you're talking about. Um, and uh, they're, they're also good. I think it's such a good spread of possibilities 
And the way that you can gear your character is great because you get how many, how many are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Um, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. There's like 23 or 24 blessings. That's a shitload of yeah, options. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Yeah. It's crazy. There's some really good um, ones too. Yeah, I, I would play this. This sounds like a lot of fun to play. You know? It's great. It's really right? like you die five or six times, you know, and you have like five or six blessings. You, I mean, that's pretty good, you know? Yeah. Well, Getting the point where you're just you... annihilating. If you look at the adventure, we, and we don't go over adventures on stream, I might flip to it just for the dope art and stuff. But the adventure for the book, um, the um, the wreck of the murderess, no, uh, actually says that. to. Oh, it's dope. Um, it actually says to start with a with a veteran warband. So you'll you'll roll two d four, take the highest number, and you've died that many times already. So you oh, start cool. with that many blessings. So like less deaths that you get for total, but more blessings you get to start with. Um, Very. Yeah, yeah, super dope. Um, couple more great full page this art pieces. The cat wearing the skull has like Dude. hat. <laughs> it's so. Oh. I don't know. And then the next one where it's got like, whether it's blood or dark magics or just like the shading on the. I think claw. it's just a shading on the claws because it's a weapon. I think all weapons are red in this with its dumb fucking cat face on it. Like. Yeah. One of the weapon types is it is claw. There is like a fang and claw. claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fang claw. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's dope that um that the hand is is even got that on it too, um, but uh, but yeah, um, glorious death. Love this. So those who count death amongst their companions are given ample opportunity to kill. The true measure of cat is in their glorious deaths. Deaths with sword and paw and unflinching of nerve. Courageous but not foolish. Cunning but not cowardly. And at the hands of a foe where they strike you down. Cats who walk with death do not die ingloriously. Therefore, any death your cat faces must be glorious. If you are offered a death that does not belong and the sages, feel free to request another. So you can literally say, I want to die cooler. Let me die cooler. And it says in the beginning, you get to narrate your deaths and stuff like that. This is such a, a, a narrative heavy like you like you want to play this with a group of people that are going to invest heavily and go like absolutely balls to the wall, goofy <laughs> the whole time. Um, yeah. The first eight glorious deaths will see you carried by the Valkyries to the gates of Valhalla, where you will be found worthy of blessing, but still living. You'll be returned. Um, uh, catch it right down the cause of each of their deaths and the blessings they receive of Valhalla's gate. That's dope. And what about uh, what do we got going on with the? Yeah, um, a cat's final death at the conclusion of their ninth life brings to a close their part in maintaining an endless cycle of bloodshed. When even the fates conspire against them and wisdom bade them flee, a cat who remained a companion of death has earned their place in the drinking halls of Falhal. Sick. By the way, just sick opening. There's a lot of writing in this. Where I'm just like, this is cool to read, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. it's like good, and like, infusion you just go, oh, of yeah, like, it's murder cats, yeah, yeah, it's murder cats. So, um, but uh, yeah, embrace your cat's final death with good humor. Um, even if no enemies fell uh to their sword and the night is still young, if you are drinking toast to their memory and in invent a tale, a tall tale of their heroism, uh, leave their shell of a body in such a state as to strike fear into any dog who crosses it, death should give the cat over to the Valkyries for their final journey to Valhalla with dignity and grace. 
uh, players whose cat has left the Moyle Plain, uh, for the final time, it may continue to play in a number of ways. Uh, they may alight upon death as a raven, personifying foes and providing outrageous details to make the inevitable viscera more visceral. Amazing. Fantastic. Um, they may create a new cat and begin a cycle new. Um, a cat whom death uh, should soon invite to uh, meet their new siblings of destruction. Um, yeah, uh, very cool. Um, you can come back as a cat. You can play as a raven and just make ev describe everything worse and grosser. Um, great way to deal with death. Yeah. I just love that the the whole thing it's not like so many trad games where it's like you know let's be honest in 5e you don't die unless the gm wants you to because they're just right. gonna flood for rolls or it's not it doesn't fit in their story this literally says just like i mean the only rule basically is like something has to die every something time you roll. Die. you're gonna <laughs> die a bunch you get to do it like nine times die fun come back with a blessing and even when you die you can come back as something else like it's yeah. it's so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's I mean, the, the, like it's the, so light, the lack of yeah, the lack of rules does make it really open ended. Like, yeah, you can come back as something else. Just tell me what you want to do to come back, and we'll mm -hmm. fit it into this weird, ultra violent metal narrative. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, where were you? Where where did you leave uh, off? Because I, I lost you. You're gonna tell me about playing death. Oh, fuck. yeah, yeah, sick. So playing death. So this is basically the, the the how to GM section, right? So the player who chooses to take on the role of death represents the foes and the few allies along the way. Um, death should feel free to speak directly to the cats, ideally through strange portents or cryptic ravens. Nice. Um, and cats, cats, true to the nature, should be expected to ignore death's guidance and seek for the <laughs> opponents. Um, death is a constant companion. <laughs> Um, and they should describe everything it, it, this in a very flavorful, fun way. It says, do the shit GM does. You're the bad guys. You're the you're the world. You're the NPCs. You're everything. Um, that's fun. Um, but it do, there is a part down here. Um, t -t 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 it is possible that another player will request a different death, either because they have already seen a similar one or because they would be ashamed to face a panther in other circumstances. Take this in stride and offer another. So literally, just like who cares? It's supposed to be a fun, cool death. So just let them have yeah. fun and, and be cool in death. Um, and then um, this last part is fun, though, too. Brave or foolish cats may turn their claws towards death itself. If they are worthy, death may die. And the role passes to the cat who performed the killing stroke. Death is now free to take on the life of a mortal and begin their own pursuit of a hollow. So you can just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm fighting death and have a roll off. And if you kill death, you are now death, a.k.a. you become the GM. And then the GM can like roll up a cat and um, not even roll up a cat. You don't even roll it. But like you can just do the cat um, and uh, and go on. I um, do really like that because I um, and maybe always the the gm forever and always like i i really like so much about this game and i'm interested to see how the rolling two dice mechanic plays out regularly like i feel fine about it but i'm i'm interested in actually trying it but i feel like playing this game if you're in the middle of your tabletop journey you know you're like you're not new um but maybe you've only been playing like call of cthulhu and 5e or even just OSE like this would be a great game to try and be like hey yeah nothing matters like you guys are gonna play yeah. Viking cats none of it's serious you can hand mm -hmm. off being the, the game master maybe even mid-session by just somebody killing you and them yeah. becoming the the death you know like 
it's absolutely yeah i very well, much again, enjoyed to, this to touch on something you said and we talked about a little bit earlier like this is one of the things i love about this game is like anyone can pick it up and play it. it's so simple like it really yeah. is but re but really like if you i don't know how douchey this is gonna sound if you play a lot of games and you know a lot about game mechanics this game becomes like exponentially more interesting because of how all of the unspoken shit that's not there at all and that just yeah. it, it it just gets me because like so many fucking games feel like they have to overexplain fucking everything and it's like 99 of 100 times i can tell you this is not going to be someone's first game don't give me a how to do this section don't give me a how to do that <laughs> section we all know how all of that shit works and your random indie game like doesn't need all of that shit like, <laughs> at all just give me a game and that's exactly what this one does like it literally just gives you the game as it's going to be played with no fluff no i mean plenty of like fluff and fur and stuff right. but like you know what i mean like none of the bullshit that it's just like we've read a million times like and i just i really 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 love that about this like a lot and it's fucking 28 pages and a half of its art we're already almost done this is um, the other art piece that's like in my like okay. it's so crazy good yeah top two top three easy yeah yeah just the oh god like so so for those in podcast land uh it's a full page of just a cat skull like floating above like a caped body with like a red halo surrounding it um and again it's got this just gorgeous texture to the entire thing and this vibrant red and it's just beautiful again the the art throughout this entire thing is beautiful um do you want to do foes or you want me to hit foes foes the age of man has ended but any other creature great or small real or imagined may stand between cats and their ultimate goal yeah death may prefer to plan their foes ahead of time assign dice um and qualities in advance death may also choose what feels appropriate in the moment that's me uh assign dice and qualities in context um, and random chance, whomst among you has the courage to judge? Uh, each foe has two die or two dice associated with it. Um, it may be giant, armored, tricky, and or magic and quality. Um, smaller dice. I was watching you count in your hands. I was wondering where it was going. Smaller dice are reserved for meeker foes. Larger dice for more lethal villains. Uh, foes with one or more unique qualities gain the ability to roll additional dice, making them particularly dangerous. The cat who face uh, cats who face them would do well to utilize a judicious plan of attack. Each quality allows the foe to roll an additional six-sided die, unless the cat who seeks to destroy them is using uh, a specific nature. So again, I know you said you didn't read the adventure, but what's interesting about the adventure is um, it does have reminders on the side, little boxes here. I, I literally have it right here. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, like why I didn't just um, pull it right here. But uh, again, we don't go over adventures, um, but uh, we'll show it real quick. There's uh, reminders with di when you see different armor types in the adventure for the first time. It says the cats do not use viciousness or for this foe specifically. Uh, we'll have an extra d6 reminder to you reminder to the players everything and I, I really like that about the way that they set up the oh, adventure very cool um the reminders are out so that was really cool yeah also a, um, a great uh example of writing an adventure for your game and employing the mechanics you use in the adventure um it's just like <laughs> it's funny it's funny recently i've been reading rereading through old stuff because we've said that several times i've really said it before and i'm like oh wait when do i employ this rule in this game um and it's not in the adventure uh, but yeah so um there are a lot of foes and um i think my favorite thing um just right out the gate is under giant foes it has coyotes 
and dragons yeah. next to each other. Because <laughs> honestly, if it's bigger than a cat, who cares how big it is? Yeah, it's I, mean? Big, I mean, it yeah. is bigger than a cat. So, um, yeah. yeah, that was uh, genuinely my favorite part of all this. I was but, like, coyotes, dragons. Uh, but but they're all really good. At, like the armored one has a, a plate of knights or a crab. Uh, the yeah. tricky one has a hummingbird or hidden assassins. Like, I love the dichotomy. Exactly. It like, makes sense, uh, though. You're like, oh, OK, like I can see how both of those things fall under like yeah. tricky foes, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, just picking one of them. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, the giants. Let's do magic foes. Uh, Wizards of all kind are best match with um, unalloyed wrath. Uh, if a foe is magic. Uh, and the attack is not uh, ferocity, ferocity, um, I don't know why I can't say that word, uh, then roll an additional six sides. So pretty much each one has like, if the attack is not this thing, yeah. roll an additional D6, yeah. like you the d- death. Um, yeah. Four types of foes and each right. one has a stat. Like if you're not, if you don't roll a specific stat against them, then they get an extra D6 against you. And I love that as like a really interesting um way to do advantage throughout this entire thing since you're using the yeah. four d68 d12 um you're already rolling two dice just taking the highest getting to throw another d6 in there it's not too high it's not too low it's an average of three like it's sometimes it will give you like a six or whatever and that'll be good totally. for you but it could roll a six and then you could have a d12 anyway so like i love Again, the simplicity and complexity of the dice mechanic, because you're now doing a dice pool of three potentially different dice for different reasons. Like, it's so good. And you could maybe roll four, because if you have like a specific weapon one and you get to roll another, D- I don't know. It's 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 got so much, again, complexity in the simplicity. I would love I to really play love this. That. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah, great. All right. I, I'm not going to read the adventure, though. So okay, now that don't. I know we're going to play it. I so I read I didn't read enough to really know what's going on. I skimmed it so I could understand it for the exact same reason. I hate reading adventures because I really want someone to play them to run it for us. Um, yeah, sure. So I do love this. I do love a nemesis revealed. This is oh, really yeah. really tell neat. me about tell me about the nemesis so, revealing itself. Uh, should a single singular foe kill each cat at the table? Long story short, if if it TPKs, right, you all come back, but that cat that that um thing that killed you now becomes a nemesis to all of you. Right. And the name is Whispered Upon the Wind. And then all of you should pause, take a moment, come up with a bunch of like legends and stories and stuff of this like insane foe, this nemesis. Right. Um, And um, the cat who slays the nemesis eventually gets a blessing right on the spot. You don't even have to die to get a blessing. You get a blessing immediately for killing this foe that like TPK'd the party previously. And it's also uh, got a dog. (laughs) dog It's it's so funny because it's got this little like this little like Frenchie at the bottom. (laughs) It's the least intimidating dog they could have picked. What I love too is uh, on its on its little on its little jacket, like its cape, it's got like some embroidery or pin or something. It's a leash. And it's in red. Oh. And I love that so much. It's the leash that they still, capital T, capital L, the leash, which is still what they uh, they have in their heart. And it's the fucking embroidery over the heart. Like, cracks me the fuck up. Such a great little detail. I don't know. I love it. Oh, oh another full page piece here of There's this archery such a cat. crazy amount of art yeah. for how, I mean, because we're done. We're almost done. There's a few pages left, but I think it's mainly treasures after this. I can't. And there's yeah, one of pretty much. Oh, and merchants. 
yeah but yeah. like oh, the dude, there's are cool. so much art in this zine again um, if you don't have to pay for it with anything but your time um that you know artists that become uh um game makers right. like i envy them so much you know what i mean um so it's uh it must be nice you know um yeah uh, so treasures are cool did you uh did you have one that you really loved um i'm gonna be uh, honest no i don't remember so okay well so treasures i feel like i, feel so like I laughed at a few of them go ahead yeah go ahead no, because they're all great um, they can all be traded to merchants or other strangers met and a player must declare their intent to use an item before rolling dice. If they, uh, if that role would be affected, that's basically it. Um, well, some of the ones that I really liked, I really liked, um, even just the vial of man's blood. Crack yeah. Map, that's a very a glass funny vial one. with human blood drink to improve your cunning. And I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. cats are like, Oh, these cunning fucking human, this man. Um, that's great. But the catnip pouch was also great too. Um, a drider with strange but pleasurable effects. Burn it to improve your ferocity by one die size for one roll. Another way that they do uh, fun mechanics in this is just the increase of die sizes as opposed mm-hmm. to more dice and stuff too, which is really neat. So like increase one die size for one roll is a really cool way to just be like, okay, bump that D6 to a D8. Maybe it'll help you a little bit, you know, statistically like 0.3, but like it's cool. I really dig it. Um... And uh, what was the other one that I really liked a lot? There's a lot on this page. It's literally like three pages of them. Um, yeah. Uh, I like the rumors of the outside world. Mm-hmm. Uh, ghosts are trapped in one place uh, with few opportunities to learn about life beyond their hauntings. It's cruel to lie, but they will never know you did. <laughs> right. Um, he's with like a grasshopper in it. Um and then uh what page are we on oh we're almost into there uh and then we get to um so yeah so there's a ton so there's a ton of those again there's pages of those what i really like is the things that you need a lot of you really do get a lot of like there's pages and pages of blessings pages and pages of treasures a lot of really interesting things um but the things you don't really need a ton of you don't really get like there's not a a roll table for cat names there's not a roll table for cat fur colors it's just says pick a name pick a fur color like just go for yeah. it and i, re- and I really like that if you want to make that. your own blessings this it's so simple like a lot of the mechanic oh, stuff is taken care of but like for whatever narratively happens at your table if you want to be like yeah you now have the the blessing of snakes or whatever if you have a snake driven adventure um it gives you something or rather point being like very clever very simple and clever yeah. and yeah great game yeah. super easy um the merchants are really neat i really like these um so basically, uh, not all who wonder meow guard, which like mid guard, Nick cracked me up. I think it's uh-huh. the first time it said meow guard. Um, yeah, so it, I me. think it is too. <laughs> Seek to kill every cat. Um, some are NPCs, but they are all fighters too, which is really cool. Um, some of them, uh, which ones are, which one's the one I really liked a lot. There was, um, oh, uh, the witch of Uncia, which is the god that I picked. So yeah. it says read so all in of the. F- like priests or people related to the gods are like in this immediately, which I thought was interesting. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, cool. There's at least one NPC for every god. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wreathed in flowing garments and shaded under a wide brimmed hat, often wreathed in smoke of unclear origin, uh, speaks in riddle and idiom and laughs at their own jokes, commonly named. And I love there, there are names for these NPCs because my god, 
there's I had so many Bobs. I was just like, fuck it, I don't care. You're talking to NBC. I didn't want you to talk to you. The name is fucking Bob. Guess what? This is Bob's friend Bob. <laughs> like, fuck off. Um, commonly named August, Spike, Min Min, Sunshine, or Cathar. Um, but and I really like this about the NBC too. So what they seek is the Sap of the World Tree, the Ancient Amber, and I've Newt, all three of which are treasures, and they have Absolution and Arrow of Truth and Vials of Poison, which are treasures. And I really like that that little bit is thrown in there for you to just be like, oh, I need this thing from you. What can I get from them built in in a really quick, easy way? Really, really cool. Yeah. Um, There's some great ones. Too. I mean, just coward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it just You heard Death's Call and you ran. You're just a coward. You have tattered old armor. Um <laughs> And it has a coward soul. <laughs> yeah. And it seeks canon. Um, um, oh, and this is the... No, oh, is this the page? Yeah, this is the page right here, I think. Is this page 28? So yeah, like I was saying, this is the page. Uh, it's got this little mouse guy here, which yeah. is fucking adorable. I love the striped uh, like coat that it's wearing. Um, this page right here is the one that has the missing um, piece. Um, that once again, oh, yeah. like so fucking cool that they just saw an issue, fixed the issue, and and sent it out. I oh, like and, the sticker fix, you know, dude. It's such a good I like fix because it it's because it's. I, I, I'm not gonna peel it off, but like it's clear, so you can literally just stick it right in the book. Um, and it's 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 so smart. Again, found the issue, fixed the issue in a in a relatively inexpensive. Well, at least for us, because it was free way. Um, and I just felt like that was such a good. I think a lot of people in Kickstarter would have just been like, oops, sorry, buy the next printing. Totally. Um, oh, and, dude, so often that happens. You yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. You could even like print a signature on here and send it out to people, you know, that got that. Um, so, um, but yeah, I, I love that that was a, uh, a fix that they did. Again, a lot of respect for uh, people that respect the Kickstarter backers that funded their project. So I'm really, really glad and happy to see that that was done. Um, What are we? Oh, the, even more black, even more NPCs. That's the thing. Tons of NPCs. Um, yeah. The Weasel Blacksmith, the Raven of Death, the Mouse Hero. Love yeah, the that. Mouse Hero that's then, on the last page. And that's it. That's the fucking game. Like, that's the whole game. And uh, I really like that the the back cover for whatever like it's the same art as the front, but it's clean. Like it it's just just has just the art on it, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um. No, it's a different it's a different set of cats. It's a wraparound. It goes. It's them all following. It death. does. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Um. I love the um the cover for the adventure too. Is a full wraparound with the hex map right on the cover, which is really really great. Again, we're not going to go over the adventure, but I'm gonna. I'm just going to show it to people real quick. We'll just flip through. Look how, again, same art style. Look how beautiful the ship is on the front cover there. So there's a Viking yeah. ship on the front cover. And again, it wraps onto the back cover. It has a, a hex map on the back, which is really fantastic. Um, and, uh, oh, I, I like this little guy, too, with, like, the scar on his eye. But really fun adventure. Again, like, it walks it through pretty well. Um, it's definitely, it's, so it's hex map style. It's definitely descriptive. It doesn't feel... Um, it, it's a good adventure. It doesn't feel super um, like railroady or anything. It's more yeah. uh, definition. There's not a whole lot of like, if they do this, you should do that. And then they'll do this. And if the, the really cunning ones, it, it's more of just like, here are things. If they find things here, this. But one of the things I really love, too, about the adventure, every time you go to a new spot, one of the most important parts, um, they have a this section here where it says like, feel, hear, see. 
in different areas. So really descriptive for each area you go into. Yeah. And more important, every every new location has a what can you kill here? And what can kill you here? I like, mean, that's the right game. Off the, bat. So... the whole game. The whole game is pretty much just kill stuff. So, yeah, this is uh, this is fantastic. Um, and that's Nine Lives Valhalla. Um, that's one of the shortest reviews we ever did for a really, really fantastic game. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's brevity is its strength, you know? Yeah, one of one of its many strengths, I think. Yeah, yeah for sure. One um, of its many, absolutely. So let's just hop into the reviews. And uh, oh, thank you so much for the follow, Keegan. Um, uh, yeah, our chat, uh, just throwing this out, we don't really... So, you know, we, we record this for podcasts and YouTube, so we don't really address chat a lot, at least verbally, even more text into it. But, man, a lot of great people in chat tonight. We really I appreciate know. it. Kristen Storello, Keegan, um, yeah, um, and uh, and uh, the uh, the people from uh, Gym Room. So thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, for those that don't know, we do do these deep dive reviews, and then we do give scores. We have a different metric for zines versus books because it wouldn't really be fair to compare this to like I don't know, Apocalypse World or something. You know, two hundred plus yeah. nine, uh, um, um, uh, page book when this is a twenty eight page scene, right? Um, and we do review um, projects as a whole. That's why more, more often than not, we really wait to try to get a printed. Um, project so that we can review like how it was printed and all that kind of stuff and actually review the entire thing not just the the words in the page um so for zines uh we have three metrics for regular books we have five we're doing it as a zine obviously so for this we decided on uh visuals rule set and vibes as three scores they get a total metric of 10 visuals are the visuals of the entire project beginning to end um in a regular book review it's split more on like layout art and stuff like that this is the visuals entirely um uh layout art style quality quantity all of that stuff uh rule set obviously is the rule set um and uh, if it's an adaptive rule set how well is it adapted if it's a new rule set um do we like it is it good and vibes are kind of like a catch-all um originality um art style. It, it really comes down to and how i i really view it in my head is how bad do you want to play this game once you close the back cover? You know, that's the vibes. And does the art build into the vibes? Does the rules build into the vibes? Yeah. Is there any part that just like kills the vibes for you where you just go, man, that part right there really makes me not want to play this game. That's what we go for this. So visually, I mean, my goodness, what are your thoughts? Oh, I mean, this has to be, this is going to have to be one of our highest ranked zines visual. Yeah. Well, it has to be. Yeah. I mean, you like, I don't know if we're ever going to do better in a zine than this. You know, I think, well, I, I mean, That's, okay. It's, it's really, really good. This is yeah, a, what, speaking of zines, what, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm going to look, what are you thinking? Oh gosh. I mean, here's the thing. The art shit, shit ton of art the entire way through. Oh, I mean, ton. just a ton. The layout is fantastic. Um, the font choice is good. It's clean. It's super readable. I love that they didn't go with like two columns. Um, very rarely, um, do you get a page like this where there's like, uh, text on both sides. More often than not, it's broken up with, um, a one whole page as art. And even when it is um, across two pages, there's still a piece of art on it. So visually, it's really appealing. It really keeps your eye moving forward. The art itself is really fantastic. Um, there's a ton of it. I mean, 
as far as a zine goes, this is what you want in a zine. This is this yeah. is what you want in a zine. It's super clean. It's it's and I just can't get the art style is so give perfect. me a number. Throw throw a number for me. It's it's perfect. Do you hear me say okay. that? Did you did you hear? Did you did you get that? Yeah. I got it's perfect. a pun. It's P-U-R-R. a pun. You got it. Yeah, I got there it. Go. Absolutely. Right. I heard you. Uh, all right. So, um, gosh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's probably at least a nine for me. Like at least it's at a least nine a for nine for me. Um, yeah. it's also right. like speaking of visuals, it's incredibly readable. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. like at no point in time do they allow the art to make it less readable, which is a complaint mm-hmm. I've had about other zines with a lot of art that were really good. Um, but very readable. None of the text feels cramped. Just it doesn't feel like there's walls of text. I mean, there's definitely like some writing in this, but like at no, it's broken up really well. At no point in time does it feel mm-hmm. like a chore to read it. Um, so, so, I'm, so that's the thing. That's what's different than this and than a zine for say something. Something else I got a nine is like um, I'm pretty sure that um, below dwellings are mutants, right? I don't know if that right. one got a nine. I know for vibes is really high, mm. but the thing, one of the things about readability is they never put like the the text is always black on a white background, so it's yeah. never over stuff. And for like an art zine, like I also love the shit out of that. If the text becomes part of the art and like all this stuff, totally. I love that too, right? But that isn't better or worse than just having the incredibly readable text next to a shitload of art. And clearly they weren't worried about page count when they put like 30 pages, like, like three quarters of this book is like uh, just art. The whole page is art without any words on it. So, so nine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Easy nine, easy nine. I mean, to go to a 10, I don't know. Need a little, a little something extra. Um, but, uh, but nine easy, I think. So, um, rule set. There's like one rule, but I love it. There really is. There's one rule, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you have attributes, you know, you pick a God, the God gives you, uh, four dice to use as a standard array. Every time you roll, you roll at least two of those dice because you have to roll two attributes together. Um, and the whole game is about glorious death and killing to get to Valhalla and the only real rule in the game is every time you roll dice something has to die I you can't get much lighter and better than that to be no, completely I honest think it, I, I mean it has everything I need in it like it's weirdly yeah. perfect like there's there are blessings that increase like the die size and it's incredibly simple um, I'm just not sure how to rate something like this because I don't want anything more like I don't, I, I, this is great where it's at. Um, yeah. So here's the thing, like objectively on its, it's own perfect. merit, standing on its own, it's great in the right. context of zines that have done a lot more. And I think, although I think it's perfect in its simplicity, I do think games can all, are all, I, we've also seen games that are near perfect with more, more, with more. So like, you know, it's one of those things like how, yeah, how do you rate something that has what amounts to one rule versus something that has like a whole rule set in a zine that has much more in it? But like, I guess it really like, is how good for is what that it is. one rule? Yeah, you know? it's perfect for it's perfect for what this game is. That's the so thing. So not. I was thinking, I'm, mm, I was, I'm between like an eight and a nine just for that simple thing. It's just like we've read, I've we've read some zine games that are like 
fucking good. You know what I right. mean? That have a lot more to it. So I think that to me is what what would drop it down. I mean, it's um, perfect for what it is in and of itself. For but... me, it's a nine. I'll let you make the call though. So there's just nothing else I want in this. Like I don't want to add. I don't want to. We go through stuff all the time. I'm like I would add this or I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't add anything to this. We'd be like other than like maybe adding blessings as we go that are relevant to the table that I'm running and the narrative going on there. But that's part of the game. Um, like mm-hmm. there's nothing I'd add to this. So <laughs> my argument, here's my argument. Um, blood beam badlands. Got a nine. Uh-huh. Okay. It's also perfect for what it is and has much more. You know what I mean? That's my, that's my thing is I think it's perfect it, in a bubble. I think this is a super high score contextually with everything else, which is generally how review scores. I just, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's where I'm at. No, you make the call. I'm still a nine for this one. I won't die if it's a, if it's an eight, but I just like, yeah, blood beam badlands has more rules. A lot of games have more rules and less rules than other games we look at, but I'm just saying like this rule is great. Um, I mean, there's really there's smaller things that go into this one rule, but like I, you know, I enjoy this thoroughly on its own and compared to other things. I would just have other experiences, you know, um, so this is still a nine for me. Don't let chat bully you, you know, don't let chat oh, be, be I'm not going <laughs> to let chat bully me. I'm actually not going to let chat. I'm just what I'm saying is like I, I think Blood Me Badlands for the exact same reason is perfect for all that it is. Yeah, and, but I remember playing is. that and be like, oh, I would do that or I wouldn't do that or I'd take like there was something in there that I was like, I would house rule that. And there's nothing in this that I'd house rule. I'd play this thing all the way out, you know? All right. I'm gonna let chat bully me, but I'm gonna let you bully me. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, vibes. I mean I think we're on the same page on this. I don't even think we yeah. need to I don't I don't think we really need to I mean what this is gonna be our highest rated zine, you know. What do you think? Oh, it's an. I'm. I'm saying it's a ten. You know, nine oh, it's or a ten. ten yeah, it's a ten. Yeah, it's a ten. I mean, ten yeah, it's a ten easy. Yeah. It's ten easy. This I mean, is, I, it, we didn't get to go finish going through this before. I'm just like, fuck, I want to play this so bad. Like, yeah. it's such a like. It's funny, and I love, I love really engineered rule sets with like a lot of like choice design and like a lot of like mechanics that go into it to make this like really full well-rounded experience but goddamn, do i love a game that's just like no anytime you roll dice something has to die fuck everything else nothing else matters your cats like this is that's it this is all of it and you're just like oh that's brilliant yeah yeah no i i i agree i agree um the this is exactly this is a this is a damn near perfect game zine yeah you know what i mean like it's it's like you said, it's got the literal exact amount of rules you need. It's got more than enough of all of the everything else you need, like 20 plus blessings, 20 plus NPCs, all the treasures you need. It's got an intro adventure that's also gorgeous that is written in a way for yeah. both death and for players to understand really, really easily. Um, the art's fantastic. Um, the quality is fantastic. And you know what? Like even, even just this bit here, this little bit here, like I, we would need to find some way to give a bonus point for this. For, oh yeah. I really listen, do like I, that fix. It is little, like, it's so charming, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I'll I'll say I'll say uh, I'll say this. Um, there are Kickstarters that I've backed. Um, okay, let me let me start that over. If you have a Kickstarter that funds, and then you hop on uh, any social media and just start talking shit about your Kickstarter backers, you're a piece of shit. Um, and the opposite of that is a mistake being found in your book, and at their own expense, the Kickstarter creators finding a solution, getting it out to you, getting it in your hands, um, you know, with a, an apology and a thank you, you know, and that is fantastic to see. So Jim Room Games, a lot of respect, a lot of love. They make great stuff um, and seem like fantastic people. Um, and uh, and yeah, that is yeah. that is Nine Lives to Valhalla. It is damn near perfect, isn't it? It is really, really good. It's really Man. very good. Um, for and for like, what it I'm, is. Yeah, and I love very, very lightweight games and zines. Like, I really do. It's, like, very much what I'm into. And this is, like, oh, it's, like, it's so funny, like, working on games, reading of the games, and, like, myself, like, writing a thing and thinking so hard about it. And then someone comes out with a game, and it's, like, there's one rule, and that's it. And you're just, like, fuck, it's so good. And that's the thing, too. I'm and sitting like, here that's, feeling that's... so dumb, I can't get the game to work. And it's, like, yeah, there's one rule. It's, like, fuck you. This is it's one rule. It's, yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing. Like you said, like for it, it, in in and of itself, like it's perfect. It's the perfect rule for this game. Like yeah. you could make this game 150 pages. You could make a game of yeah. Viking metal, you know, death metal cats, 150 pages, but they didn't. Like, honestly, if you just put the rules down with no art, this game is like five, six pages long. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's damn near. Uh, it's damn near perfect. Um, there's not much more you could ask for for beyond here. Um, you know, we would have to see something and it would blow our mind, yeah. and that's what would give it a ten. So, but that, twenty-eight uh, though. That's like that's. Oh, I forgot that that's the thing that we do. Yeah, you have to you have to add them all together. Um, but twenty-eight. I mean, that's that's your highest gonna... scene score, right? Easily, unquestionably. Yeah. Like it's not even. I don't even need to look it up. I think the the next closest thing that we have was Below Dwellings for Mutants, um, because visually Solid. fantastic, vibes yeah. through the roof. Again, a really really light rule set. Not a game for everybody because it is. It is kind of like you're in the sewer and there's like gross shit in it. Yeah. For us though, like I'll take it all fucking day. Um, but uh, gosh, uh, yeah. I don't even remember what 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 did they, that got a twenty six. So this is unquestionably the highest rated zine uh, that we've ever looked at. Cool. And honestly, so fucking deserved. So smart. Absolutely. So clever. So well done. Art fantastic. Jim Room Games fucking killed it. Um, you guys are great. Um, that's it. That's our episode. That's I it. think it's like the shortest episode um, we've ever done. Yeah, it is. And I would like to say that tentatively right now on our schedule, mm -hmm. um, if you were interested in more Jim Room Games, because I'm still very excited to talk about another one, we're going to talk about um, on... I think it's on December 3rd. We're going to talk about High Magic Low Lives. Yes. Um, yes. But next Sunday, we're talking about Apocalypse World. Oh, shit. I forgot we're doing Which Apocalypse is going to be a World much different week. episode from this. Oh, um, boy. Yeah. And I have a feeling that I'm going to enjoy that episode just a little less than this. Um, but it'll be really interesting to go through Apocalypse World. Yeah. 
it's going to be it is definitely going to be quite interesting um we'll see how that goes uh here's the thing i'm not saying it uh, we're done um definitely go check out gym room games uh you can find all their stuff in the liner notes um if you're listening on podcast or if you are on youtube you will find links to both their h page and to their website definitely go check out all of the stuff just search gym room games on anything again fantastic stuff seem like great people um that is it again thank you everyone for being here in chat um aaron motherfucking king um christian sorrell uh keegan uh the gym room people van van davis appreciate all you guys you can find all of our socials at our link tree at the weekly scroll we got some fun interesting stuff coming up for you um until the end of the year and we will be doing another year in review um so check that out and um i I will see you later and bye everybody bye